What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The New York Knicks could have absolutely traded for OG Ananobi at last season's trade deadline. But unfortunately, they couldn't get a deal done. And now, thanks to an NBA insider, we now know what significant risks the New York Knicks felt at the time and what led them to not make a move and trade for OG Ananobi. We're going to break down all of this and so much more today. Let's get started. The OG Ananobi trade was seen as too risky by the New York Knicks. According to Ian Bagley of SNY, he reported that what held back the New York Knicks from going all-in on Toronto Raptors OG Ananobi at last February trade deadline is the fear that the two-way wing would not sign an extension. Bagley continues by stating the following, My understanding on Ananobi was that the Knicks were ready to be aggressive at the trade deadline, but there was a concern about if Ananobi would then sign in New York long term if the Knicks traded for him. And this makes a lot of sense because at that time, he was repped by Clutch. And if you know anything about Clutch and CAA, they don't really get along because of Leon Rose and Rich Paul and their relationship. And it was already noted that Zach Levine, another star that was the New York Knicks target, it was said that his representation in Clutch didn't want him going to New York. If that was the case there, you could only imagine that that would also be the case with OG Ananobi. So at the time, I can understand why the New York Knicks would be hesitant in adding OG Ananobi to their team because since he was represented by Clutch, you didn't have any guarantee at all that he was going to resign. So you might have given up a lot of assets in the process of getting OG without a guarantee that he was going to resign. This was a great report here from Ian Bagley, who basically confirmed that the New York Knicks absolutely tried to trade for OG Ananobi at the February trade deadline this past season, but they couldn't get a deal done. And that was due to the fact that they didn't aggressively pursue him because they didn't know and they weren't sure that if they gave up all of these assets for him that he would re-sign with the New York Knicks once it was time to do that because again if they traded for him he has a player option so they would have had him for one season and if he wanted to walk he would have been able to walk at any point in time and that's a risk especially if you're trading for some player like OG Ananobi who you're gonna have to give up significant assets to get Because as a two-way player in this league, he's one of the better young two-way players in the game today. So because of that, you're going to have to pay a price regardless if he's a rental or not. Masai Ujiri is not going to let him go for free or for cheap. But here's a big update to that entire situation. OG Ananobi is no longer part of Clutch Sports. He left them to go and join CAA. And as soon as that report came out, there were rumors and trades linking OG to the Knicks already because it's no secret, Leon Rose and the Knicks heavily favor and target CAA clients. And now that OG is part of CAA, you can bet that they will absolutely target him, definitely if he's made available by the Raptors. 
This is another good part of the Ian Bagley interview on the Orange and Blue Bloods podcast. He stated, OG was probably the closest things the Knicks got to, and that's something to keep an eye on. For me at least, going into the season, because we don't know where Toronto is. This is extremely good to note, because clearly the Knicks have been linked to several different stars to trade for, but it seems like they were closest to trading for OG Ananobi. And that means a lot, given all of the other players and how big their names are compared to OG. And the Knicks and OG were the closest in terms of trades getting done. This was a great report from Ian Bagley that gives us a lot of insight into what the New York Knicks think and feel about adding and trading for OG Ananobi. But I thought it was also interesting to note that Toronto doesn't know what they're going to do as of yet in regards to OG. I find that very, very funny, actually, because if Toronto doesn't make any moves for him, he could walk next season because he has a player option for free. The clock is ticking for the Raptors. They either need to sign OG to a contract, or if they don't and they let him walk for nothing in free agency, and he goes to the Knicks for free... I don't think the Raptors would recover from that because that would be one of the greatest fails probably in their franchise, letting a player like OG walk. So they're going to have to do something and make some decisions. I anticipate they try to trade him during the season before the trade deadline. But if they don't and they retain him, then that likely means they're going to try to offer him a contract. But for me, as of right now, I don't know what Toronto's doing and neither does Ian Bagley, according to this report that we just heard from him. So it's interesting to see what's going to happen on the OG front. But as long as Toronto doesn't know what's going to happen, I think it's safe to say that a trade for OG Ananobi, especially if you're the New York Knicks, is always going to be on the table. The only question is, what is going to be the price? Because we knew what the price was and what they offered at the February trade deadline. And if you didn't know what that package was, well, here it is. According to reports, the Knicks were comfortable offering three first-round picks for Ananobi before the trade deadline. But according to Bagley, the quality of those picks isn't exactly high-end. According to Sportsnet Canada, in February, the New York Knicks tried to trade for OG Ananobi, and they tried to give up their first-round selections from Dallas, Washington, Milwaukee, and Detroit. All of those picks they have have varying protections on them. So it's not a surprise that the Raptors didn't accept this deal. It's also not a surprise that the Raptors probably hung up the phone and never answered again when they heard this deal. Because protected picks for OG, especially given the type of player that he is and the type of fit that he is for any team that he goes to and what he could offer, those type of picks are not the picks you want in a trade for that type of player. Especially if you're Ujiri because he likes to fleece teams or get a lot back for players. That's what he's always been known for. But if you're known for that, it could also mean that some teams may avoid trading with you because they don't want to give up everything for one of your players. And if that's the reputation you have, some teams may avoid you for that reason. Or if they try to trade with you but get such a high offer from you back, they may not want to trade again. So remember, just because you're a strict type of president or a strict type of GM, it doesn't mean a lot if you don't bend a little bit, especially during trade negotiations. You have to give a little to get a little. And sometimes if you don't, you could miss out on opportunity. And I think that's key, not only for the Raptors, but for Leon Rose and the Knicks too. Ian Bagley also gives us an update 
on how the Raptors are viewing the OG Ananobi situation at the moment and if there's any updates on that trade front as of yet. According to Ian Bagley, he states the following, What are they, the Raptors, going to do? Are they going to pivot at some point to trade off some of their top players? As far as I know, they haven't had talks on Ananobi as of earlier this month. But during the season, maybe things change. That's why we have to keep an eye on the Ananobi situation. Because things can always change, values can change, perceptions can change, it's always important to keep an eye on these certain players that have been linked to the New York Knicks. Joel Embiid, for instance. OG Ananobi, for instance. These are some players. Donovan Mitchell, even, for instance. These are some players that you always have to keep an eye on when reports come out, especially linking them to the New York Knicks. Because these players, out of everyone else, have the most sources around the league linking them to the Knicks and stating that a trade may be feasible. Whether that happens now or later on, I don't know. But that's something to note. And there's a lot of great points you can take away from Ian Bagley's interview here. But for me, some of the main points were that the New York Knicks tried to get OG Ananobi but didn't go after him aggressively. But now that he's with CAA, I absolutely think that the New York Knicks are going to aggressively and heavily pursue OG Ananobi and try to acquire him at all costs because I think they believe that he is one of the missing pieces to help complete this team and help them put them in another position to contend in the East. Another good point from Ian Bagley in this article was that OG Ananobi to the Knicks was the closest thing to happening. Now, obviously it didn't happen because the trade package didn't work, but it's very important to note that they were the closest in regards to making that trade. That means they're likely going to continue to try to pursue that type of trade until they can't no more or until they're not able to for whatever the reason may be. But I think that was a very good point to note. OG Ananobi to the Knicks for me makes all the sense in the world. Just like I thought Mikel Bridges was and probably is, in my opinion, the best fit for this team, I think Ananobi is the second Right after Bridges, you could add Ananobi right after him in regards to being a perfect fit for this New York Knicks roster. I really hope that the New York Knicks can acquire Ananobi without giving up significant assets. Because if they can do that, you could make the argument they'll make their team so much better. And not only better offensively, so much better defensively. They'll have a legit two-way threat that they can count on each And every night, I really hope that the New York Knicks aggressively try to go after and pursue OG Ananobi. Especially now that he's CAA, the Knicks have absolutely nothing to lose. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below. Smash that like button and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Knicks fans. Peace. Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.